What up, what up? How you living? How you feeling? Adam Left goes in the motherfucking building. David Ingber is sitting to my left, doing a lot of push-ups, pushing out his chest. Yeah! Everybody knows that I'm coming up next, because I gotta get the abs and I gotta get the pecs. Hey! <laughs> that's what I've, That's actually what I've learned about Shaq, is that if I freestyle a little bit, he gets really excited. He'll jump in? And then once he starts, though, you're fucked. Like during the Twitter show, I did a little bit, and then he was just like, and then he laughs, and then he's like, it's like a drug for him. He's like, I need to rap more. I need to rap more. Um, this is coming out Thursday. The Combine is in full swing. The Combine is going to be in prime time this year for the first time. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, evenings. Evenings. Usually, one of my favorite things to do at Bleach Report, Mr. Ingber, is Back in the day when we would have to turn videos right away, we would all sit around in the, in the office, and this would include Saturday and Sunday afternoons, and we'd watch the 40s, and we'd watch the drills. And what my favorite thing to do was to guess what the 40 was before it popped up on the screen. Yep. Last year, NFL Network changed their technology so that the time shows up almost immediately, and it's almost never correct, but they show up almost immediately. There's no two-second delay, which I thought was more dramatic. And I thought they should keep that because it's like passing and it's like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Boom. But now it's like they pass and it's there. I just thought the drama was better. Yeah. But also, I'm going to be honest, not being able to wake up on my couch on Saturday and like, let's say I went out on Friday night and being able to turn on the combine and like ordering Grubhub and just knocking off a bacon, egg and cheese while watching like offensive linemen do slide steps and having to wait until 7 p.m., Sucks. I got a good one for you. Okay. This is the Mount Rushmore of having sports on in the background at work. It is definitely up there. Yeah. Number one DB is March Madness. On my, okay. Oh, no, yeah. Number one is March Madness. Nobody that, gets that anything Thursday, done. Friday. Number two, when like the World Cup is on and there's like oh. Poland versus Czech Republic at noon. Yes. Like who's not watching that? That's great. Absolutely. Number three might be the combine when it was during the day and I'm going to miss yeah. it. Yeah. Wide receivers run in 40s on a Thursday afternoon. And, Let's go. And you're walking through and you see somebody is about to run and you stop and you look over their shoulder. You yeah. Know? Or like you're, you, you see Joe Burrow make one pass and that's your take on Joe Burrow <laughs> yeah, for the yeah, next yeah. three months. He hit that one target. He's a, he's a I don't know. There's something about him. I saw this one out throw in Indy. And then uh, I got an outside the box one for you for, uh, for number four, Wimbledon. Ooh, that's a Sunday morning. Or like a U.S. Open. Like, I would say the, the 8 a.m. Wimbledon Sunday morning finals. Because the delightful. amount of time, when it was like Federer Nadal, and you have to get up early, that one was great. But I would love like, a, like an early, like a Sloan Stevens versus some unranked you know, yeah. Wimbledon match at like 2 p.m. on a Thursday. And I just like got it on a little window on my monitor. I was in my mind just debating, is it March Madness or World Cup? Because World Cup is, is really great. But March Madness, there are so many games going on at once that you might hear a yell from down the hall. What's he watching? What's he watching? And then it's like, I missed the Toledo upset. Yeah, and that's, yeah, yeah. There's something great about that. What did Gonzaga just do? We'll see, though. It hasn't happened yet. So I'm just I'm saying this ahead of time that I don't like it. It might be great. People didn't think they were going to like the All-Star game and it ended up being like the greatest All-Star game of all time. So that can happen. Uh, two interviews, uh, two varying guys that we think relate to the Combine. First up, Craig Robertson of the New Orleans Saints, one of the captains of that defense, came out in 2011, went undrafted, 
Well, guess what? He's been in the league now since, and he's got almost 600 tackles, and the Saints defense is serious. He had a lot of good stories about the first time he knew that Taysom Hill was a dog. Loved. Loved Which is awesome. Uh, He had takes on him as a quarterback as well. Uh, He went to North Texas, same college as Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he's got a message for Stone Cold Steve Austin, which I think you'll like. And just overall, a good dude. And you'll remember we had Ted Ginn on here, and there was the big discussion about who would win in a race, Ted Ginn or Matthew Bowling, uh, White Lightning, the high school kid, and Craig weighs in on that. Really fun conversation, really fun guy. Take a listen. Here's our conversation with linebacker Craig Robertson of the New Orleans Saints. You know, there's been a defense the last few years that I'm going to just lay it out there. has been fucking people up. Uh, <laughs> and one of the team captains, Craig Robertson, is with me now, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, always a talk is Drew Brees. Always. Because he's a Hall of Famer. He's, he's one of the coach. goats. I get it. But you, Cam, Lattimore, not Lattimore. Yeah, Lattimore. Demario. Uh, it's, oh, talk about a dude that doesn't get a fucking credit. Demario yeah. Davis. How, how has it been for you? For a franchise where a lot of the credit goes to the offense, to be a part of a defense that's really turned it up a notch. And no. to be one of the leaders of it. Yeah, no. So when I got there, it was like, hey, like, we're not going to be the reason that we lose. Facts. And now it's more so like, hey, let's be the reason that we win. Yes. And so that's more so like what we preach. Yes. You know, day in and day out. Being an athlete, a professional athlete in New Orleans, like, do you ever go to Bourbon Street? Or is it like, do you... You stay away from it? Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. definitely stay away from bourbon. But, I mean, we go out and eat sometimes. There's yeah. a couple of restaurants that's close to bourbon, so we'll have to touch the street real quick. Of but course. It's, it's some, you know, not a lot of us get noticed. Really, oh. really just Cam J. Well, because Cam is so big. Exactly. And he's got the mustache. Yeah. We were joking before about how Cam Jordan is, is a character. Was he there before you got there? Yep. Had you heard stories about him at all? No, I did. And so uh, one of my boys, Jordan Cameron, played with me with the Browns. So Cameron Jordan, Jordan Cameron. And so yes. they had a little cartoon in the past, and that's how I ended up kind of learning who he was. And then, you know, I started paying attention and then found out he was, he was nice. Yes. And then when I got to, got to New Orleans and found out he was real nice. What a baller he is, baller. too. Yeah, he a dog. I mean, I, I feel like he wanted the top. The ends in the game. Oh, I said yesterday that he's the best all-around defensive end in the game. He's going to stop the run. I appreciate run it. Run and the pass. Run, pass. Well, he'll, he'll fuck up your right tackle, and then he'll blow up your right guard and stop the run, too. It's yeah. nonstop. Yeah. When was the first time you realized, oh, this guy's special? Was there, like, a play in practice or anything like that? Man, so I had already watched tape when I got there, so I already knew he was good. And then it was actually we did a conditioning test. And he blew air, he blowing everybody out the water. I'm like, bro, this 285, 90 yes. pound guy, it running circles around everybody. Wow. And I'm not only watching that, and then I already saw the type of guy he was, you know. And uh, he was uh, when I first got there, he was the, the rank number 99 guy at, at oh, a, the NFL at top, top 100. 100. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, man, I feel like I should be number one. And I'm like, 99, bro. Yeah. And the next year, he's like, yeah, I'm top 10. Yeah. 99 again. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And then he's, he's just, been slept on for too long. Too long, yeah. And so, like, DeMario, too. He's another one that's been DeMario slept was a guy that every time I watch the Saints games this year, big time, need a big time play. Oh, it is. He's, oh, with like the, uh, what the hell is the that? Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. But I just mean, he always showed up when it mattered. Yeah. He was also the dude on the Jets. They were like, hey, can you play nose tackle also? Like, yeah. they made him do everything. Everything. And, I mean, the guy had, like, eight and a half sacks. Yes. And they just didn't want to pay him. No. Yeah, but thank you. 
Yeah, you know? right? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, now he's a he's a guy, you know, I paid attention to his career a lot. We used to have the same agent. Gotcha. And so we kind of followed each other. Yeah. Played against each other. So it was, it was fun and is fun now, like, watching him reached this pinnacle like we played against each other in college right so it's something like where we watched where'd you go to college north texas damn so i went to north texas he went to arkansas state so we go back and laugh on this stuff like you know hey there cannot be a lot of guys from north texas and arkansas state in the league nah i know the arkansas state is the red wolves yeah i don't know what your mascot mean green oh my god yeah shit yeah how many guys from your school play in the nfl right now wait did Stone Cold Steve Steve Austin yep. play at your school? Yeah, he did. And Mean Joe Green? Yeah. Damn, my knowledge of North yeah, Texas. Yeah. But it's fucking Stone Cold? Yeah. Dude, it's if you get life. a sack, man. Yeah, man, you know, hey, uh, I know we on we on camera, but he don't really come around too much. Damn. You know, I mean, he, he does every now and then. I just haven't met him. Do you go back to North Texas a lot, homecoming a lot. and all that stuff? Yeah. All right, then, hey, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you're a legend. You're a hero. You're all over the walls of North Texas. One of North Texas is great. Craig Robertson is saying, we need you back. We need you back. The mean green. We need you back. Get on the top turnbuckle, and let's turn up. <laughs> you got two cold ones for him if he goes? Two. Three. Three cold ones ready for you. All right, who better hear that? Ha. Um, this year... Never, ah. Unless you win the Super Bowl, it doesn't end how you want. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be 31 teams. Yes. Okay. So what is the talk right now about you guys just getting ready? Well, I mean, you know. Is we, it already sight set on next year, or are you kind of waiting on Drew? Yeah, no, it's it's automatically sight set on next year. Yeah. You know, I mean, Drew's Drew's the guy. Drew makes his decision, and we roll, you know. When Drew come back, which we, yeah. all, we all anticipate, and we, and we hope he does. How bad do you want Teddy back? You know what? I don't like losing anybody. Like, yes. Like, our team really feels like a family. Like, it doesn't feel like a business. And he is such a good guy. Oh, man, look. I covered him in college at Louisville. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a blessing. You know, it's like you got a guy like this that's good every day. Yes. Like a good person every day. Yes. Genuine person every day. You don't want to lose that guy in your life. How do you balance, I want this guy to get paid, and I want him to be able to start if Drew stays, versus I want to be around that guy all the time? Because it is a business. Uh, you almost gotta lean back on your on your family atmosphere. Like you want your you want your brother to get paid. You, yeah. want, you want your brother's family to be secure. Yeah, for you life. You know, so that's that's kind of how we look at it and how we approach it. You know, like I would love for Teddy to be a saint. Of you course, know, forever. Then again, it's a business as well. Yeah, and I would love for Teddy to go somewhere and get all that DAC money they talking about. Right. You know, thirty five mil. I would I would love for him to get that. You know, and I mean, so, she went five and zero this year. Six and no. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> Get it right. Um, give me a crazy Taysom Hill athlete story, either like in the weight room or the practice field or something that made you realize this white boy is a crazy motherfucker. His first game. Okay. And so uh, Sean Payton, he comes to me, and he's like, hey, I'm going to put Taysom on kickoff. And I'm like, you know, like I'm the third string quarterback. Like, I'm the captain, and, and you know, he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna take some on kickoff and watch. He's gonna beat everybody down." It wasn't about making tackles; it was about the race aspect. Right. He's like, "I feel like he's faster than everybody," and I'm like, "Well, pfft. damn, coach, he's fresh." You know, like, what's he gonna do when he gets down there? You know, like he's well, he's fresh, like he's healthy. He yeah. hasn't got any contact with anybody. Yeah. He, he should be first. We know he's fast, and so he went down there. 
Carolina, the first time they smash a guy. So we're all like, okay. Yeah. So you come here. We, so even then you guys were kind of like, I don't know what's going on right now. We didn't know. And then he smashes a dude in Carolina. No, smashes. Okay. And then we're like, oh, we're on the sideline like. Hey, blind luck. Dude did it. He got it. Way to, way to prove coach right. Then he did it again. Same game? Same game. Smashes him again. So then are you guys, like, are you on the sideline? Like, what the fuck is going on right now? Man, look, I'm like, Coach Wright. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like dude was a baller. Yeah. And then that next year was kind of like his coming out party. He started right. evolving. Blocking punts. Doing a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. And then it's this year. Doing everything. Yes. Like, he played every position besides a lineman. Yeah. You know? and I Tight mean, end, running back, fullback, wide receiver, quarterback. And did it well. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, we call him Swiss Army Knife, obviously. You know, y'all can tell the name. But dude did it all. And thing is, like, you tell him to do it, just put his head down and no do it. No questions asked. Yeah, like, not even like, ah, I don't know if I like this. Right. Doing it. Man. Special teams, like, that's why he was like, man, like, I just, I hate sitting on the side. Like, that was the reason why he wanted to play sure. special teams. Like, he wanted to be. He wanted and that's got to gotta make you fucking love a guy. And then, like, you see the success that he has now. And you appreciate everything that he's done because he did it because he just wanted to play football. Could he be a quarterback in the NFL? Yes. Like a real number one QB? Yes. And then use all those other abilities to make him better at that? Yes. That's why I look at your team and I just don't know what's going to happen. Because you got Breeze, you got Bridgewater, you got Taysom. They all got skills. That's why we don't make what Mickey Loomis makes. Facts. He got to make them decisions. Facts. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and we got to live with them. Yeah. You know, but I mean, who but knows? But you feel comfortable saying that Taysom Mill could be a starting quarterback in the NFL. While he can do a lot of things, he's not a gimmick player. He could be a number one. Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. He could be a number one. I mean, right now, when uh, you got mobile quarterbacks now, we're back on the mobile quarterback train. Yeah. You know, like Lamar Jackson kind of turned we're it back We're beyond the fact that it's okay. Yeah. Almost if they can't move, they're at a, at a disability right now. Yeah. I need the Mahomes. I need the Lamars. And if you don't have that, you're going to fall. Facts. And that's I mean, it. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, my last thing is earlier this offseason, yeah. we had um, Ted Ginn on. And I was the show where Ted Ginn said – a 10K, race pole to pole, and it kind of blew up, and I don't think any of us knew it was going to blow up. And then Matthew Bowen, the little white kid, yeah, he came out and said, I'll race you. I was just curious, when all that was happening, because it happened on the podcast, yep. what was it like for you guys? Were you giving him shit? Because I know a lot of people are trying to challenge Ted Ginn. No, so when it happened, uh, we're all just kind of just looking. And right when uh, Matthew kind of was like, hey, I got you. Don't do it. We all like, hey, <laughs> like, it's fast. It's fast, you know? And so we're all like, like we're track exports, like, like hey, uh, it starts not all right, but his long speed, yes. I'm like, what y'all racing? Yeah. 100? Nah, bro, don't do it. No. Like, Keep it to 40. You can't Keep save 20. Yeah, yeah, 10. Yeah, let's do a shuttle. Yeah, do, do a start. But, I, I mean, it was like. Was he nervous? Was he liking it? Was he not, uh, Teddy, was he not liking it? Nah, he was cool with okay. it. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Because he's was, confident. He is. Yeah. And, and then um, after that, it kind of evolved into the 40 yards of gold. Right. You know? And so it was, it was all that stuff. And so. But then he didn't show up, bro. 
I know. What and the fuck so was I that was, about? I was, I don't know. I never asked about it. It's, You're a good it's, friend. It's almost like, hey, like, he had something to do. I don't even know if the dude that one got paid, though. So I think it kind of worked out. Well, he had the big picture check. Yeah, but that check don't mean shit. No, nah, yeah, You can't no. bring that to Chase. You could try. Yeah, they go, hey, that's really cute. Get the fuck out of here. He just folded and pushed it under the window. Yeah. And take that from me. Please. Yeah. Please. Uh, it was good talking to you. Yes, sir. Before you go, I need you to reach in the cup. Uh, there's just a bunch of things that don't even make sense. So I just need you to look into this camera and give me your best Denzel with a lot of drama to oh, the camera. Okay, hold on. Okay. What's wrong with you? Man. That felt so good. Did you see it? Yes. Man, I took a deep breath and everything. You, when we use it, I'm leaving the deep breath in. Got to. Yeah. Because that's my focus. I focused really and, I, and I found that. That was you, really good. You said Denzel and I was thinking Equalizer. Yes. Right away. Well, you got the Denzel watch, bro. Oh, shh. Keep it flossing on. <laughs> Craig Robertson, Captain Saints defense. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Have an amazing season. You. Happy health, happy wealth, good life, prosper. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate you, brother. All right, so welcome back. Our next interview is going to be with Chase Winovich, who I feel like you were excited to see and meet, one being a Patriot. He was our only Patriot. I had no idea what he was going to be like. Yeah. I, you know, when you see someone with flowing blonde hair and he looks like Chris Jericho on WWE, you're like, I hope he's got the personality of Chris Jericho. I assume that everyone like that is going to be like, um, who was the pass rusher on the Packers all those years? Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews. Very like stoic and you know, all that. And Chase Vinovich. I'm like, oh, he went to Michigan and he mm-hmm. played for Harbaugh. Now he's going to Belichick. And the vibes on this. He was kid, a dude. He is the first it was a little bit like Lazard, where I said, Where are you from in California? And he said, I'm from Pittsburgh, bruh. <laughs> and I'm like, how the fuck did this come like, from what, Pittsburgh? What coast of Pittsburgh did you come from? Yeah, like what are there beaches in the coal mines? He like, was how a does delight, that though. He's one of those guys, you know, because like I'm producing, so I'm like talking to agents and I'm talking to managers and we're scheduling things out. And so sometimes with the the players, I walk up to them, I'm like, hey, I'm Dave, I work with Lefko, you know, we're gonna be sitting over here. And sometimes like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they just look past me. And it's fine. Like I'm I'm yeah. used to that. He was like, he came up to me, he's like, Oh, you work with Lefko? All right, yeah. I'm like, I'm actually a huge Patriots fan. He's like, no way, dude. He yes. was like, he was that vibe. Was but great. he was he was much like he was like, yo. Like, I appreciate you asking good questions. Yeah. And it's like, all right. Yeah. Uh, Really funny stuff about what it was like going from Harbaugh to Belichick. But I really think the reason you're going to like it right now is the combines going on. His story of what it was like going into other rooms and meeting with their coaches. And then what it was like going into the room with Belichick. Very hashtag on brand, the way he described Belichick. (laughs) The funny thing about Belichick is you hear the stories and you go, of course. But you love it because it 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 only adds to this character that we've built of Bell Bell Belichick in our heads. Yep. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I am going to be a Chase Winovich fan for life. I think you will be too. Here's a conversation with good old C Dub. Welcome to the newest podcast. Uh, it is called Two Raspy Bros Hanging Out with Crunchy Vibes. Chase Winovich. Great to be here. Thank you for having me, Adam. First thing you asked me was, "Am I nervous?" This is my first time interviewing you. Uh, let's start there. What tips do you have for interviewing you? That's a good question. I've never been asked that before. That's what I'm here um, for. I would just say, I mean, obviously the best, in it, it's just in general, whoever's the best interviewer, are, like, can you engage with your, your person and yeah. like those types of things? Like, do you know, my, you know, my background and uh, questions and different spins on stuff that already gets asked kind of, 
you know, a thousand times just wrapped up. I would counter that, and I'd say there's two ways. I could either know about Michigan and all that success, or I could learn about you, the human, because you seem like a good human. The fact that you have a shirt on right now that's a flowy linen that I can tell was not steamed or ironed this morning. Oh, it's okay. It's it's, we're on vacation. We're on vacation. And that's what I appreciate about you. How does it feel to be done your first season and to be not in the locker room just to have a week or two of being chased again? It's kind of a weird feeling, honestly, just because kind of stepping away, it's tough to. It's tough to get back into the zone. You're such like, a fuck, bro. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> wait, is that live? Like, are yeah, we we're live. Are we live? Yeah, live? Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can swear on here? Yes. All right, yeah. Dude, honestly, like, stepping away from it is just, like, one of those things where it's, like, it's tough to turn it off because, like, you just get instilled, like, throughout the season, especially, you know, with the Patriots. It's like you get instilled with this just, you know, go out and grind, like, every day, and, like, you get in your routine. Yes. And, and then trying to, like, break that because just for the sake of, like, Oh, like you got to take some time off is, is really tough. Like it's, you went it's from than you think. Harbaugh, who's a nut, to Belichick. My high school coach, also a nut. Real, what's his He's name? Up, Bill Chirpak. He's up for coach of the year. Wow. Nominated by the Steelers, state champ this wow. year. Yeah. So you went from Chirpak. Chirpak. Harbaugh. To Harbaugh. To Belichick. Right. What is that? What is it like when it's always that and kind of? Speaking of, of the all-time great voice team, yeah. Brady Hoke. You know, we, oh we talked about uh, or you know our voices coming yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah. Little, he's always horse too. Yeah, he's a little horse, but he got that deep, like belly, yeah. belly voice. You know, like it's. Did the craziness of Harbaugh prepare you at all for Belichick? It definitely did. And Sherpak, I don't want to forget. Yeah, no, exactly. You can't trust me. They're yeah, they're. <laughs> I'm just honestly lucky to be like surrounded by and, and coached up by guys that love football and, yeah. and that will sacrifice everything. Their <laughs> their sleep. Yeah. I don't know everything. Listen. No, the people. Endless. We always talk about this. Coaches' hours are crazy. And it's, they will sleep there five days a week. They won't even see their family. And they try and give you the best game plan possible, and you appreciate them with everything. Right. Um, where, where is this vibe coming from, though? Like, is this, where'd you go to high school? I went to high school south of Pittsburgh, uh, Thomas Jefferson then High where School. Where is the Cali vibes coming from? Explain that. Um, I get a lot of, you know, I always like asking people, I'm like, where do you think I'm from? Because yes. yeah, it's always an interesting answer. Yeah. I, I've got, you know, answers all over the map, kind of depending on what my outfits are. But, um, you know, I, I kind of take after, like, Bruce Lee. I've always tried to do that. Just be like water, man. Like, you can flow. You can crash. Dude. Like, you just uh, just kind of going with the flow in that sense. So, like I said, I, I knew I was on a big show, so I, I didn't want to look too prepared. Obviously, I couldn't, I couldn't steam it and, like, make it look – too too nice because nice. you know obviously I would just Wait, show you up that. a little bit. That was good. So thank thank you thank you. Are you a big Bruce Lee guy? Uh, I like I like Bruce Lee. I don't know if I'd be like. I like that quote though. Guy. That's my favorite Bruce That's Lee a, quote. It's a great quote. He yeah. like, has a lot of inspiration. When did you realize what Belichick was going to be like? First upon meeting him. First I realized practice. what Belichick was going to be like whenever I had my official like visit. Tell uh, me not not my official visit, my official meeting yes. of sorts at the combine. So they actually bring you in. And you have 15 minutes just with, with Coach Belichick, and uh, you know the rest of like the yeah. uh, the Patriots staff, the defensive guys at least. And uh, Nick Casario was in there, and um, you know I came in and I, I sat down. It wasn't like every other meeting where you come in. Like everyone will have kind of his different nuances of, of how they do it and who's in the room. But you know I shake their hand and and they're like. Coach Belichick's hand, you just like, you know, have a, have a seat. It wasn't, wasn't like a rah-rah, like sit, you just like, come on in and sit down. So I sat down and, and basically we just like, 
critique the film. And he's like, you know, what could you do differently? And he's just like, he asks you a question because you're always uh, you, you're coached up and prepared on how to answer certain questions. Yes. And he's like, you know, have you done any dropping in college? And so I knew that I hadn't really done much dropping because, you know, my, my defensive uh, coordinator in college, Don Brown, great coach. And legend. someone probably told you, I did. I would love to do more. Yeah, he just said, he, like, he's like, why would he take the best, one of the best pass rushers in college football and just drop him into the flat? It, you know, yeah. it, it didn't make any sense for our defense at the time. So, you know, Coach, coach uh, Belichick asked me, I just, you know, I tried to spin. I'm like, well, I was a safety in high school. You know, I played a little quarterback in high school. No, you know, no big deal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I did all this, all these things. Like, I'm, a, you know, I'm a versatile, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a football player. That's how I view myself. Um, like, how can we, you know, I'm, I'm down to, like, you know, obviously learn how to play any position. Sure. Like, I'm, I'm excited. And, like, just his response was, like, so you, you didn't drop in college. You know, like, that's all he said back. Like, it was just such a no BS, like, straight to the point. It was, yeah. it was a good, good meeting. But I left, and I'm, like, honestly, I, I told my agent, I'm, like, I'm not sure if they hate me or they love me. <laughs> like, it, it, could be, it could be one or the other. So it was a kind of a, kind of a comical that. thing. But it was cool. it's no bullshit. No bullshit at all. And it is interesting because a lot of teams are going to make you want to want to go there. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, they, they really shake your hand. Like, yeah. It's just like the kind of like the royal treatment. They, yeah. You know, like, like man, like this, this, these guys are fired up. But like, yeah. The Pats, like nobody else stood up. It was kind of just like, you know, I, I think I shook Coach Belichick's and, and Nick's hand and, and just had a, had a seat. I was just like. And you know what? I've always appreciated them because that's what we all want, no matter what your job is. Right. You want a boss that's no bullshit. My, my favorite thing. Please. And this is, this is insightful. This is uh, the, the way, inside scoop. By the way, this is you being a good interviewee. Right. Good interviewees just go, I got another story yeah. for you. Well, I, I, try, I try to let, you know, people, you know, on the inside, it's a balance because you obviously can't give away anything that's, you know, might put us in a, Shit. a vulnerable Especially position. Especially on that team. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I, I want to be around there for long if I did. But, uh, no, it's okay. I, I forgive you this time. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, um, I fucking love you. So we, we pulled up to, uh, it was the day after I got drafted, and they, they, so they flew, you know, a bunch of those guys in that got drafted in uh, the first few days. And so I get to the airport, and all my other visits that I was on, like before the draft, they uh, they pulled up, and they, they their interns and stuff had like Escalades and like these really nice cars. I'm like, okay, this is the NFL. Yeah. Like they got obviously you know billions of dollars yeah. on the line. Like, and so I, I get to the Patriots in Boston. So I'm looking around for my ride, and they got this minivan picking a mi- picking me up. And like at that point, I I, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into, and I loved it. Yes. I loved it. the fact they didn't even need any, and that's what it's about. It's like, they don't, like that stuff's fun and, then, you know, great and stuff. But it has its place, but... Well, like, now that I day, know like, that you're, like, a Pittsburgh guy, that makes sense. Yeah. Because Pittsburgh, I'm a Philly guy. Nice. Pittsburgh prides itself blue-collar. Yeah, and the Boston has a lot of those, oh, those similarities. Yeah. But that's also Belichick. It's a passion, though. It's a yes. passion. Even even driving their cars to work, man. Like, every, like if I go to Boston, it's I can guarantee myself... There's gonna be honks. Not not even at me. It's just people are getting honked at. Yeah. It's a it's a lot. They got places to go. They got places to go. They're passionate, man. They're sports. Man. Like they're in it. They don't they don't they don't mess around. They're like the they're like Pittsburgh. They're, Tell me something thing, about though. you. Um, just about you as the human, that maybe people don't know. It's tough to decide. I, I don't really spend time thinking about what people do and don't know, man. Like how many brothers uh, and sisters do you people have? People are gonna form their own assumptions. I just try to be a good human and. Be the best I can. I have uh, one brother okay. and then two sisters. My brother's 10 years older than me, and my two wow. sisters are, are right there in the middle. And then I, uh, my parents saw me, and they said, you know what? Um, they had, uh, one of two conclusions I think they came to, either, you know, we can't, we can't afford to have another one. We can't, <laughs> like, this, is, this is too much. We, yeah. You know, we got to stop. Or it's just like, 
All right, this is as good as it gets. This is perfect. Like we see our genes and our, our look at us in the mirror. Yeah. This baby right here. He's, you, were you guys cute. all? Were you a towhead? I was. A, I was a towhead. Yeah. Were all of your I was brothers? I a cute kid. I don't know what happened, but now my brother had very dark, like Italian features. My mom is really. Yeah, is very Italian. So. What is it like? They always say you were the youngest. Do you think that impacted you to be a tough football player? They beat you up and all that stuff. Um, yeah, definitely impacted me for sure. It, I had a lot of influence, like with my sister. I was because I was closer in age to her. She was yeah. four years older than me, so like she would always try to you know harass me and try to. Yeah, it was just it was. Uh, it was an interesting dynamic with my yeah. brother too. He was my I'm hero. the oldest, so yeah. I don't even get it. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I kind of felt like I had a, a path kind of paved out for me in a sense, like to do it, and it was kind of up to me to like piggyback off of all the accomplishments my brother did. Who was like my hero growing up. Like I remember being in first grade, and like he was a star quarterback, and like oh. you know I felt like I was the man. And like I always knew, like I kind of wanted to do something like that and and do it in my own way. And like sure. I, I saw the opportunity I had to kind of impact people, like. When I was just a, a young puppy, like just, you know, there was no growing dogs out there no. on the field yet. So. Uh, the Patriots are a team that Bill can look at people for their versatility. I mean, Landon Roberts was playing fullback right. at the end of the year and was killing it. Yeah, that dude's a are you bad s- man. Are you saying that maybe if you need to go in a quarterback, maybe they could throw you in a package or two? You got uh, that kind well, of arm? You, a lot of people don't know this, actually, but if you look at my Madden ratings, I think I'm the equivalent of a fifth-string NFL quarterback on Madden. That's, that's facts. You know um, I've improved people's Madden ratings. You have. I took Mohamed Sanu. We went out. We threw 71 and a half yards. They improved his throwing rating, and they put three plays in the playbook I mean, and like, the quarterback. I, I, got a football, the I got a football in my bag. Can we catch and send him a video? How, like, that? how far do you think you can throw? Um, far enough, for sure. Far threw, enough for a touchdown. I, how far do you think I can throw? Uh, I did it last year. Like, I'd be say honest. I say forty-five yards. Forty-nine. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I'm sorry for underguessing you. It's okay. I should have gave you the back. Marcus of the Peters doubt. looked at me and was like, twenty-five. Twenty-five. I was gonna say I was gonna shortchange you, you, but I was like, I can't show you up on your own show. Like, it's okay. No, it's. I already, I already didn't you know steam my shirt for you. I can only no, do so much. No, you have to you. understand. It's not that wrinkly. I don't know if people listening. It's, it's really not. It's I, not. Yeah. You have to understand that. This is an exhausting week for everybody. And you guys get asked the same question all the time. And everyone sits down, kind of like Combine, that you have your prepared answers. I get to meet somebody like you. It's very refreshing. Because I could tell that this is a, a fun experience for you. And you're still new enough to where you're not over the whole process. Right. We're in Miami. I'm sure both of us are excited to be in warm weather right now. But you're a good motherfucker. Thank like you. I could tell you're Thank a good you. motherfucker. I try to be, man. Yeah. Uh, are you a big gamer? Because the first thing you do when you put on this microphone is, oh, it's just like I got the sticks. Uh, yeah, we got the sticks, man, with what the boys. Play? I, I play mostly Fortnite, but okay. I, play, I, I dabble with some Call of Duty, Gears of War. Get the nice. yeah, just uh, you big shit talker on the headset. Oh, it got to be, bro. I, yeah, we and my buddies we used to uh, our thing. And nobody obviously knew who I was, but of we, course. Would, we would kill them in Fortnite. And so, like, obviously, we're not inviting people that killed us. But we would kill them, and we would invite them, and you know, just ask them, you know, how, who killed them and stuff, how they died, just to. Just to get a rise out yeah. of it, it's fun. But um, do you have you know, like a really line? Do, that so do you have a line anymore. that you say when you, you kill somebody? Do you have any good shit talking um, to do? Yeah, honestly, I think you'd, I'd have to start streaming and stuff. I I don't know. I I, I, I say some pretty uh, pretty fun stuff for sure. I get why why are you I, not streaming? Uh, I don't know. I, I, did, I did some, I did some streaming, but yeah, it's tough because like the streaming culture, it's just dude. Juju is like a two. No, he's, he's a beast. I know for sure. Could you but, beat like, him in Fortnite? I don't know. He's he's pretty good. Okay, I give him a run for his money. I, it's like it's one of those things where it's like 
out of, out of ten at ten times, ten times going against, I, I think I get a couple on him for Fuck sure. Yeah, for sure. And he plays on PC, like you know, he probably puts some more hours than I in, than I do. But Vinovic, yes. what what is that? Uh, yeah. uh, so Vinovic is Serbian. So there's why did no, you let me say Vinovic three times? Hey, uh, it is what it is. I Sorry, get, people, I apologize. People call me Wino. If, it's Win with an O. I, I I'm doing a, a little campaign you. to kind of counteract that because a lot of people go Wino, and I go, how do you say my last name? And they go, Winovich. I said, so why would you go from Winno yeah. to Wino? That doesn't make... Because like, my last name is Lefko, but when my grandfather came over, it was Lefkovich. Uh, so I wasn't sure if it was so you, the same... So you cut it off. You're, so you're, I didn't do nothing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I didn't come out and was like, uh, hey, yeah, cut you did, you no. did. After you cut the umbilical cord, you yeah, said, hey, cut, was, the, cut the H off my name. Right away. Mm-hmm. But Winovich is what? Uh, Winovich is Serbian. Nice. And so they, my, it's the same thing. My ancestors came over... From uh, from Serbia and, and you know some people in my ancestries you know say it was actually Croatia but interesting yeah besides he's Croatian see ba- Coach Balicek is Croatian so that was an instant point of uh, well he, what's interesting is he has an enormous amount of Serbians and Croatians yeah. over the years when you look at his team offensive linemen tackles he's always finding Serbs yeah. and Eastern Europeans you, that's awesome good yeah. bloodline yeah good exactly they're tough dudes man yeah. they're tough guys I've been around and they. Yeah, they're, they're good signs. Too. All right, you've given me a lot of time. Um, this offseason, everyone's going to ask, what are you going to work on and stuff? From the structure and last offseason where it was combine, training, all that yeah. stuff, to now where it's kind of on you, how are you going to attack these next few months just for yourself? I mean, it's kind of a weird, weird principle because they give you all the resources you need to be successful. Like we have, you know, Ted, our nutritionist, is like world class like yeah. in terms of smart humans and, and like our, our, you know, our strength staff and like, there's so many great resources on our training staff, and it's like, but at the end of the day, like, it's weird because for the first time in my life, they kind of just, like, push you out of the nest. Like, the season's over, like, crash landing, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, um, you know, like, they push you out of the nest, and it's like, good luck. Like, for, for the most part, it's weird. Like, I'll see you in April. Like, be yeah. ready to go. So what are you going to do? And so um, I, I, I've thought about it, and, like, I, I've, I've set up a, a great system where I can get – I can do rehab. You know, I'm, I'm, working, yes. I'm still working through some stuff in the season. Um, I could work out, and I got, you know, like everything's kind of in, in, moving in place. But it wasn't at first. So it's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's amazing. Just I, I, I really spend most of my time thinking about how I can improve. Like if, if, you, if you're in my circle, like it's, it's crazy how much thought energy I, I try to make my life at this point kind of like a, for, for the most part. You know, like yeah. obviously, like there's – you, know, you got to stop and get gas and refill, right? Yeah. Um, but I try to make it like a highway, and it, you know, so all my thought energy is just going into either developing my body yeah. or, or like learning the game. And at this point, it's a uh, it's a great experience learning how to be professional. You're on a good path. Thank you, sir. My one thing would just be you're in the locker with all these guys. There's gonna be a lot of NFL guys around here. Ask them questions about their process because I hear like I heard um, fucking Conor McGregor. Right. Conor McGregor was like, when I realized that LeBron was investing a million dollars into his body, and he's been doing that shit for 20 years, and now he's real. Steal people's shit. Right. That's what the best offensive play callers do. You just steal shit from people. Yeah. Coach Harbaugh always said this. Like, he never said, he always said that he wasn't a creator of sorts. He was just an improver. Yes. And, like, that's what it is. That's what yes. it's all about. I, I feel like guys that can, like, think like I do. I always grew up growing, you know, going to high school and stuff and kind of feeling like, 
oh, I'm a little different. Or yeah. like, because I always had visions of like, of making it out, exactly, of making it out. And like, it wasn't until like almost recently, because I always felt lonely, like there was a disconnect. But like meeting people like Tom Brady or Julian Edelman or, uh, you know, Nate Ebner and, and, and talking with Conor McGregor. I met, I met McGregor. Really? Like, yeah, I've been a big fan of his. Tyson, listening to Tyson Fury, uh, even the This Is Elvis movie. Like, yeah. there's, these guys are like obsessed. Like, it, it's cool. It, I'm in great company. Is what I enjoy my point talking is. to you. Thank you, sir. Are you, are you pitching you. anything right now? I'm not. Love it. Except team, except team Impact. It's, I have a, tell support. me about Team Impact. It's a uh, organization that, that goes uh, after and finds kids that have chronic illnesses or, um, you know, just debilitating diseases or yeah. injuries or whatever. And they actually pair them up with different sports and, and different sports teams around the country. So at Michigan, we were lucky to have a kid named Larry Prout who was, he was offered a bunch of, it's a great story, he was offered a bunch of opportunities to do, um, you know, like with the volleyball team or like, all this stuff, and, and he held out for like a year, I think it was. He's like, no, I, he's like, I love football. Like, I've been a Michigan football fan my whole life. Hell like, yeah. I want to be with those boys. And so finally, like, they made it happen, and we got him. And, like, he could have just taken, like, the opportunity to show up for some games, take some pictures, whatever, like, get some money. Like, no, that, that dude was in there, like, like so many mornings at, like, 6 a.m. And, like, he was in a wheelchair, like, for the most part. He, you know, he, he walks around. He does his thing. But, you know, his da- so his dad or his mom had to come, too. And, like, to see them in the morning at, like, 5.36 in the morning when – a lot of those players, you know, like, they don't even want to be there on a Tuesday morning in the winter when it's you freezing see cold. Like, we getting after it. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Reach in here. I got a bunch of sentence fragments. Who's your favorite actor? Um, Brad Pitt. I need your best Brad Pitt into that camera with the dude in the Yankees hat with that line. Just take a time. Take a breath. So I, wait. So I read this. Yeah. Let me see what it says. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I want you to remember the line. Look at that, and then say it in your best Brad Pitt. All right, I'm thinking uh, Inglorious Bastards. Just got done killing some Germans. Give this man a star. I don't know. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, are right. you ever in New York? Give this man a star. Uh, are you ever in New York? I'm in New York. Yeah, this I'm is my in new thing. I'm gonna slide into your DMs okay. on Instagram. Yeah, please do. Please we'll do. set something up. Yeah, I enjoyed talking. Thank to you. you. I enjoyed talking to you as well. Thank you for having me on. Amen. An honor. Team Impact, always doing great things. Chase Winovich, gonna be doing some big shit. You know it. You the man. Thanks, dude. All right. So tonight I will be watching with bated breath yep. this prime time combine. Remember, they think they might want to move the combine to LA too mm-hmm. and make it a really big event. NFL just squeezing every little drip. Given that we're recording this a week in advance, yes. right? It's currently February 20th, I believe. Correct. Uh, do you want to do that thing where you make a prediction and if it comes true, then you look mm. like a genius? There's something outlandish that happened and you go, oh my God. I wish I knew these kids more. I'm trying to think of like a, um, okay, well, look, I, like I said on the Monday show, there's going to be a wide receiver that runs at, I want Henry Ruggs who's the wide receiver yeah. from Alabama. I want him to break John Ross's record. Just what is like four, two, four. I want him to run like a four, two flat. I, I, I have to make a prediction, right? And just some, so something fun. This is on February 20th. Henry Ruggs is going to run such a fast 40 that they're going to feel the need to get Dion Sanders involved because it's Dion famously ran like a four, I've heard anywhere between a four one seven and a four two one. Uh-huh. 
I think that they're going to go, Henry Ruggs is faster than you. Wow. I don't, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a fun prediction. Um, I, my, and my other prediction is that the media is going to turn on one of the quarterbacks for not having the stones to throw. That'll be great. It's a good one. Joe Burrow's not going to throw. Yeah. And they're going to go, what are you hiding? You know what's wrong with you? Um, and then a coach is going to ask a really inappropriate question. <laughs> yeah, it's all like clockwork. It, it all is. comes to, comes together this time of year. I always, the, the surprise storylines are the head coaches that get asked something about their actual team. Mm-hmm. Like, how, what is Sean Payton going to say about his quarterback situation? And then the stories that are going to come out, like the Teddy Bridgewater salary. If I owe Brian Westbrook a money because he gets paid over 25, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so mad. Um, All right. Enjoy the combine. We love you. We miss you. We'll be back in studio soon. Um, I hope you got some more stocked up. I'll figure it out. Okay. I am the L-E-F-K-O-E man for David Ingber. Stainless steel pots. They're a hell of a lot to clean, but man, you can get a sear on a scallop. (laughs) That is information that you can save for the rest of your life. Love you guys. Holla, holla, holla. We'll holla at you soon.